0: Who's putting what where? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Sock on the Loose, by Connor McLaughlin, published by Roaring Brook Press. Sock on the Loose follows one blue sock as it meets up with many different kinds of socks, who decide they need a break from their monotonous lifestyles. So they go to explore the world and experiment with new socks, shoes, and feet. Will these socks discover themselves and find a new purpose in life? Or will this journey lead them to realize they made a big mistake? Well, get your road readers, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cookin'. We start off with this rather interesting statement. Quote, Socks come in twos, snuggled up in your shoes. End quote. Maybe they come in twos at Bombas, but they don't always come in twos. It could be a bulk pack, and they could come in 24. Now what Connor could have said to make this a little more accurate was, they always come in even numbers. Minor detail, but we don't want our listeners out there confused when they're shopping for socks at Kohl's. He said toes, but this one has sex. But let's move to the second half of that statement, shall we? He claims they're already in our shoes. That's kind of putting the cart before the horse, isn't it? He makes no mention of the feet sliding in. Let's read that again, shall we? Socks come in twos, snuggled up in your shoes. He's making quite the assumption, too. What about people who wear socks without shoes? I mean, who doesn't like to lounge around like Tom Cruise in risky business? He's not off to a good start. And it doesn't stop there. The controversial statements keep coming. Quote, They give your feet cuddles when you splash in puddles. End quote. Cuddling? It's a little more than that. There's penetration. But on top of that, who's Conor been cuddling with? A prison inmate? Because wet socks are awful. Might as well be running around with rags soaked with sewage water. Conor discusses more elements that we might face while wearing socks and then takes us back inside to see a pair of blue socks. One's laying on the floor looking half dead, trying to air out from what looks like a bad interaction with a smelly foot. He's gonna have a tough time, cause that stank looks stuck on him. And the other blue sock is angry, standing over it, shouting at it like an instructor at a hot yoga class. Get up! You shouldn't have came here if you were hungover. You stank Get deeper in that pose. I don't see enough dog in that downward dog. Juice, give this guy some time. He's been through the ringer. Finally, some kind soul takes the socks to the washing machine. Well, kind or evil. With all the spinning, it's no wonder more times than that. Only one makes it out of there. But this looks like a lucky case, where they both make it out unharmed and ready for bed. We can see all the socks snuggled up on each other in a drawer, but all of a sudden, it looks like the blue sock is missing. I spoke too soon. Poor guy's a goner. I just hope the Red Hot Chili Peppers didn't get a hold of him. Connor starts to surmise what happened. And I gotta say, he's terrible at this. He thinks the sock rode off on a moose. What is it, Teddy Roosevelt? That's just absurd. Now a horse I could see. At least they wear shoes. But a moose? No chance. Connor makes a veiled reference to this sock having an addiction problem. Saying it could have went looking for juice. I'm not familiar with that one. But it sounds like strong stuff. Ah! Whoa. That was a little aggressive. I don't see why Connor needed to shout the title of the book at us. We get it. He's lost. Or is he saying it's worse than that? And this guy is an escaped felon. Or that guy who just came in our southern border. You are not smart enough to know who I am. Soon you will know who I am. If that's the case, hide your toes, hide your feet, because this sock's out there. Connor must be playing devil's advocate now, because he claims it could be just like us, and it just went out to run errands. Sorry, this sock is not anything like me. I don't just up and leave without telling anyone. And I don't stick feet up my aft end. Connor gives this sock another excuse, saying it's probably just exploring the world and trying to find itself in a place that's way better than that stuffy old drawer. Cause you know, it's just looking for a good time, man. A little too good of a time if you ask me. Leaving its partner all alone, worried and blue. Oh no way! We found the sock. And that is exactly it. It wanted to get out of there and try new socks, new shoes, and feet. Corns and all. This sock's a real sicko. Let's just see what new fungus it comes back with when it comes walking back into the drawer, stinking from the night before, begging for another chance. Please take me back. It was only one time. I didn't even like that foot. It's middle toe was so long. So we drop into this little swingers party, watching one sock aggressively dance with another, and a tube sock trying to slip into some high heels. It's not a good look. But hey, at least they aren't hanging out with any toe socks. Those guys are just plain weird. I don't know where these socks are, but I'm guessing it's somewhere out back by a dumpster because one is quite literally hanging out inside a hollowed-out watermelon. These are poor conditions. Well, it was inevitable. After playing a little dress-up in their tent city, they're all sitting around a fire, and Blue Sock, exhausted and worn out, starts to remember his home, and it's not the only one thinking about the tiny feet it used to have. The whole group seems tired, and thinking about the easier times they used to have Back with the ones that love them. I guess going from a size 6 foot that gets pedicures every week to being stuffed with a size 14 that only works hard labor is enough to wear anyone thin. Hell, I'm shocked they didn't come away with more holes in them. With how many people they let inside them on this little trip. Yep, they all play the poor, poor, pitiful me card. Like they didn't do this to themselves. And they're just begging to go back to their cush lives that they complained about days earlier, acting like it was so hard, but they just got shown what hard really is in search of that quick fix. they destroyed everything they ever had and ruined relationships with the ones who trusted them and cared about them, so sad, so Connor tells us not to lose hope for the socks who have strayed off. And that they might come back someday. But who says we want their sorry stretched out asses back? Would you look at that? We see the blue sock sneaking back into his drawer as if nothing ever happened. And Connor gives us this lame excuse for not calling. Quote, so the next time a sock is not itself, don't worry, dot dot dot. It's just finding itself. Just great. Get the tough actin' ten actin' out. What's the moral to this one? It's if someone disappears without telling you to run off and be the town bike. Sorry, sock. But then decides to come back, cause life is so hard. We're supposed to act like nothing happened. Yeah, not happenin'. No way I'm putting that sock back on. Who knows where that thing's been. That's a great way to spread a disease. But if you're kinder than I am, just remember to wear protection. Put another sock on before you put that one on. Cause you can put the foot in, but you can't take the stank out. What do I think of Connor's work? The moral was trash. He had no repercussions for the main character, that cared about no one but itself. It's great to explore the world and get out of your comfort zone, but to completely ghost the ones who loved it as if they were the problem was uncalled for. Yep, a lot of this story just didn't add up. But hey, at least Connor threw in a few rhymes. So that was nice. As for the pictures, they looked like watercolor, and then he drew smiley faces onto the socks. There were plenty of bright colors in there too, so they did the job and kept my attention. If you have a loved one who ran off and are worried about them, this one will give you hope. But my suggestion is, move on. Clearly they have. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.1. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, but I'm heading out because I can't get over that stank. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.